And we're back in here. Welcome Stripe Show Podcast on a Friday. It's 4 p.m. Eastern here when I'm just getting off the lesson tee and signing in with the one and only Samantha Marks from the Golf Channel, who I know has been watching some golf all day. How you doing, Samantha? I'm so good. Uh, it's a Friday. I got to watch golf early. I drink my coffee with it. What can you really ask for more, right? Right. The tea times moved up. They were a uh, little weather coming in there at, uh, where are they at? They are at the... Memphis. Uh, Memphis. That's right. Memphis. The only place that it could actually possibly be hotter than here in Florida. Um, but some weather coming in this afternoon. They teed off early and um, looks like Brendan Todd, he's, he's, uh, he's separated here. He's four under heading into the weekend play. What else, uh, what else did I miss? I've been on the lesson team most of the day. Well, yes, you know, Brooks had a really fire day yesterday, um, fell back a little bit today, said he struggled with his putting, which is interesting because yesterday he said he felt really good over the ball on the greens, um, made fun of Bryson on live TV. So that's elite material right there. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. Jason Day is playing pretty well after um, splitting with his coach, I think this week or last week they split, right? Um, yeah. And yeah, Brendan Todd really played well, um, said that he was excited to build on his early season uh, momentum because he had a really pretty great season before um, the COVID-19 PGA Tour break and uh, said he was excited to get back and, and play well again. So he's he's clearly doing that. Yeah, Brendan Todd, right? I mean, we just kind of somehow continue to forget about him or at least I do and I'll be I'll be honest here like I'm pulling up the app and I'm looking okay who's doing well oh, Ricky Fowler right that's cool to see Ricky's you know playing well finally making the changes with uh, John Tillery which you know he's probably you know probably the better part of two two and a half months now into the changes that he's making there wholesale changes but what's interesting about the names that you brought up Jason Day split with Colin Swat and Jason Day really trending pretty nicely. He played well at Muirfield, which where he's a member at, but really hasn't played that well. They're kind of a second, it's kind of a second shot type of golf course. And he played very well there. You know, day, day kind of struggles, it seems in the strokes and approach category. So that's usually not a, a type of venue that he would play well at, but he did back to back weeks. Here he is again. And then Brooks, you mentioned, um, I think has switched putting coaches. At least he had Phil Kenyon look at his putting stroke late on Wednesday night. I'm not sure if they're full time, but a couple guys moving around um, have posted some numbers, but I'll be honest as a fan, Samantha, um, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but as a fan, when I look at my app a couple hours ago and I see a four shot lead by Brendan Todd, it's complete buzzkill to me. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, I mean, we want the leaderboard we had on the first five holes yesterday, right? Bryson and Brooks. That's what we want. We want the big names up there. And you love Brendan Todd. You know, I'm not speaking down or badly on him at all, but I, I would definitely agree. Um, agree with you on that one for sure. <laughs> you know, he's he's uh, and he's not he's not afraid. You know, Brendan Todd knows what he's doing. Clearly, he's on the PGA Tour, but he's won twice you know, this year. And he, he's not afraid to kind of go out there and, and get the lead and, and go. Um, 
we saw him at the Travelers earlier play well, and DJ ended up putting him away. But it, it, I just I get the feeling that Brendan is going to kind of hang up there. And, and and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm as a fan, I'm kind of a a homer for you know my guys that I like mm-hmm. to see compete. Um, but as an analyst and someone in the business, I all the respect for Brendan Todd and. It's a great story. Brendan Todd used to have the driver yips. Um, and Bradley Hughes, who he works with, you know, helped him through that. I don't know if you've ever had the yips, Samantha, but. Um, I have not. And I don't even want to discuss this because I'm so afraid. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bad word to say. <laughs> um, you, think but, the, yeah. you think the putting yips are bad. The, the driver mm-hmm. yips Darnier could be worse because of the flinch at impact. I've seen it firsthand and it is, it's one of those deals where you almost, you have to kind of look away, you know? I mean, it's, it's that bad. Yeah. Um, the only yips I've ever had in my life was when I was in, oh, it had to have been like eighth grade or something. And I was like, no, I'm going to run track and field. I'm going to do something different. And I convinced myself that I couldn't jump over the hurdle for like two months. So any kind of mental block, in my opinion, is so scary, especially in golf. It is. And it's that fear of impact, right? We flinch and we see it in putting and we try to change things up. Here he is. He's worked through it. He's back in the lead again. Just scrolling through the leaderboard. Kepka struggled today. One over. Um, Webb Simpson, Mr. Consistency. There he is. Five under T8. Here comes JT, who continues to play well. The name that jumps out to me. And I spoke to his coach on the podcast on Wednesday is Dustin Johnson. And I kind of put his coach, Alan Terrell, on the spot. I said, Alan, calling you because I'm concerned about DJ. He shot 80 twice <laughs> and yeah. 78. And then he withdraws and it's like, what's up? And, uh, it, you know, and he and he assured me that everything's fine. His back is fine. And he he's back to being focused again. And well. He was right. He's three under T15. Yeah, I mean, that's that's great news because I was equally as concerned. He's got that streak going for uh, winning an event every year. What is it now? Like, I don't even want to guess. It's so many years in a row where he's won a single event every year. And I didn't want that to uh, to end anytime soon. That's one of my favorite stats. Yeah, he's... Um... Well, he, you know, he won the Travelers, and and that was good to see. But, you know, I think with DJ, it's all about his peak interest and keeping him um, engaged, as it is with Rory, and as it is with probably most of these guys who've been doing it um, for a long time. It's very interesting to hear Alan talk about it, you know, like talk about how he approaches it with Dustin and make it more conversational. And um, you really you have to kind of pick and choose your spots, I think, to get in and really motivate these players which i'm sure it's difficult you're traveling the world and people are pulling you in a number of different directions and you get tired you get burnt out and all of a sudden you get a few things going the wrong way and you shoot 80 they're human beings and um, well he's bounced back i think it's interesting with spieth you know you look at him he's at two under um and i i was giving spieth a little respect going into this week on the show um matchup show and you look at his stats they're probably not what he wants to see um you know putting he's 
He's ninth, which we know he can putt, but his strokes game approach, he's losing 1.5, and that's the issue with Spieth is his ball striking. His approach game still subpar um, this week, and then there's Finau, two under, right where he's comfortable, T21. Um, yeah, I'll tell you who I'm concerned about. Um, Rory McIlroy shot 73 yesterday, did bounce back a little bit today. Mm-hmm. But um, big cause of my lack of sleep last night. Very concerned. Um, we need to get to the bottom of this. With Rory. Yes. 73. Yeah. WGC event. I was. He was one of my picks for the week. Yeah. Moved up 34 spots today. Um, so that's good news. But yeah. Not you know, good out of him yesterday. Three over. You know, I think Rory... I don't know. You know, you just get the sense with Rory, he can turn it on so quick. And what he does, he can, he can do things that no one else can do. Um, you know, I mean, COVID really crushed Rory. He was playing such great golf. Um, and I mean, there was not a better player in the world than Rory McIlroy. It wasn't even close mm-hmm. before COVID. And, you know, I mean, he finished in the top five, what was it? I think seven straight tournaments and, and then, you know, this happens and he's had a hard time getting his engines, you know, started back up again. Maybe he does it um, next week. And as I pull up my DraftKings account, as people like to hold me accountable to, because I do the show for DraftKings and I've got right now I'm in the big show, uh, I'm just out of the money. Webb Simpson, five under Patrick Reed, even Gary Woodland, even Matt Kuchar, minus two Stenson, minus two and minus five. Not bad. Like I'm, you know, all five. It's pretty no, good. Yeah, no, no, no one's made the cut, or there's no cut this week. But if there was, they would all six make the cut, and that's what you're trying to do in DraftKings, is get six players to make the cut, and then you can start making some money. You know, Woodland, God, Woodland frustrates me in DraftKings. I can't seem to get on the right end with him when I don't mm-hmm. take him. He's he's T five. When I do take him, he's T forty three. So <laughs> there's there's a long ways to go, but hey. For those out there that like to bust my chops in DraftKings when I get one wrong, I feel pretty darn good about my picks. Real quick here, Champions Tour, and then I want to ask you a question on what people are mad about this week out there. A little segment we're going to be doing here. But as I pull up the Champions Tour, PGA Tour Champions, first event, Warwick Hills. Jim Ferrick, he's out there, first time working on getting him on the Stripe Show podcast next week to talk about TPC Harding Park. But the leader is Billy Andre, Tommy Armour III, six under, and then, well, there he is, Bernhard Longer at five under. Groundhog's Day. Bernie Mac in the top five on the Champions Tour. And yeah, there you have- Jerry, Jerry Kelly defends this event this week. He's three. Yep. He shot three under today. Not out of it either. So obviously, nobody's out of it yet, but... Good to see. I'm always a big fan of people defending their titles. That's one of my things that I love that gives me the most pleasure in life. When they actually do, def- when they actually do. Defend yes. It? Okay. Yes. Interesting. I don't care who it is, where it is, what it is. I like to see him go back to that same event course kind of vibe and just roll off of those, um, that momentum from a whole year before. It's really impressive to me. I've always seen it as a very impressive thing. So um, looking for Brooks to do that at, yep. uh, in Memphis and Jerry Kelly to do so 
um, on the PGA Tour champions. But for the LPGA, there is no defending champion. It's the, it's the inaugural event this week, as we know. Um, first event for them in five and a half months. They're in Ohio. Have you been to Inverness? No, I haven't. No. I haven't either. Um, but it looks incredible. It's hosted four U.S. Opens, two PGA Championships, and will be the host of the 2021 Solheim Cup over Labor Day weekend next year. I saw that Gabby Lopez was the first to come down with COVID, right? She was not allowed to play Yeah. this week. Um, and then is it Alex Marina? I, I uh, Marina Alex, the other oh, way around. But I'm yeah, sorry. So yeah, I'm sorry. Marina Alex tested positive before she went, I mm-hmm. guess is what I'm understanding. And then Gabby... Uh, tested positive when she got there. Gabby's a former teammate of mine. She's doing just fine, more so frustrated. Um, you know, was super excited to get back to play, as I'm sure everybody is, but uh, but she's doing great. Yeah, I mean, how frustrating is that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, you've been sitting around for months and then you get ready to go and you're out there and you're excited and then this happens and she has no symptoms, right? Right. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show. So I don't know if you saw this headline today. Real quick, the PGA Championship is going to allow players that still are testing positive for covid full access next week. So that means locker room, um, fitness trailers, stuff like that. As long as they meet the CDC guidelines saying that they have tested positive for a specific number of times in a row means that you're no longer contagious. I don't know if you knew that, but I didn't know that until I read that blog about an hour ago. Um, so that means that the Harris English and the Dylan Fratelli of the world both qualify for next week and they can play. Um, very interesting turn of events there. That's what the PGA Tour is doing right now. But they obviously the PGA of America is separate. So they, we didn't know if that was going to be um, if they were going to follow the lead, the tour's lead. And they did. So that's good news. Yeah, it is good news. PGA Tour doing a great job. No cases this week here or Barracuda. Um, and I don't think on the Corn Ferry either. There's been a couple in the mm-hmm. corn ferry, not not many um, through this stretch. So it's remarkable to me, Samantha, like it's just remarkable what we're seeing. I mean, this bubble is working and the players obviously and caddies are doing an exceptional job. And thank God, because I have thoroughly yeah, I enjoyed completely agree. Very golf. impressed with the tour. I was very uh, apprehensive at the beginning, mostly because I wanted so badly for golf to succeed and be the sport that other sports looked at as a success story. Um, so I'm, I'm very glad that that is how it's going. 
because as you're seeing in some college football teams and stuff like that, it could have very easily uh, have gone a different way. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's move to our next segment. This is something we're going to do every week here on Friday. All right. A little idea that uh, we call what? What are, what are we calling this segment? I want to take it away. We're going to call it bent know. out of shape. Bent out of shape. O-U-T-T-A. Hashtag it. Tweet it at us. We want to know what made you mad in golf this week. Whether that's, I got a, I tweeted this earlier today <laughs> thinking, you know, I'd get my five very, very loyal followers who tweet back everything that I tweet. I thought they would respond and, you know, I'd just move on. Nobody would care. Got a ton of responses from everything from people being mad that Bryson asked for relief from the ant pile yesterday to people getting mad that they're slow playing partners. Uh, We've got Daniel Finney says, ladies coming to the golf course together in the same car, but asking for separate carts. That's (laughs) what. Some a, a few people were very upset that uh, CBS took down the Bryson video of the ants yesterday. Um, some people were mad at the rain yesterday. They didn't get their whole round in. Some people were mad at their fantasy picks. Um, I am mad. Not mad at the neon shoes. I'm not mad. I understand. I had people chirping at me. He gets he gets paid to wear them. He's going to wear the shoes. Okay, but maybe he rethink the outfit. As a whole, buy a full length mirror, do a whole, a full body check before you walk out the door, right? It was a very strange outfit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Bryson DeChambeau yesterday, great guy, big fan, not talking crap about him, wore a very bland outfit, um, mostly white, and then these strawberry banana shoes um, that were pretty awful. So, I wouldn't say it made me mad, but it didn't make me happy. Yeah, I saw I saw a tweet in response to that saying, "I think those were supposed no to go kidding. to Lexi." No kidding. Ricky was wearing very similar shoes, and that I understood. Yeah, I think in in the Bryson category, which seems to be every single week, um, the it is frustrating to see the. Um, I, I think the rules official called over once again. I think what's frustrating there, at least in my eyes, is Bryson proposed, I think, two different situations there. One was a animal mm-hmm. burlow, right? And mm-hmm. then also an ant heel, which are two different things. So he didn't go at it as here's the scenario. He actually brought up – he actually – went at it for two different right. scenarios um which you're not allowed to do I don't, as i understand i think you have to you have to make your statement of this one singular ruling and he went at it from two because you do get a relief from an ant hill and you do get a relief from an ant burlow but you don't but you can't go at it with both of those. You can't. Yeah, no, I'm hundred you know percent. And I, that's what I was mentioning as well today. Brooks made fun of him. I don't know if you saw that clip that just yeah. about sent me over the edge. It was so funny. Yeah. So loving the, the rival, we call it a rivalry. Is it a rivalry? I guess when you continually talk crap about each other, that's kind of becomes a rivalry, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, I don't know if it's a, uh, it, there's feud, certainly a feud word. going on there. Um, there's certainly, <laughs> there's probably certainly a dislike between the two. I love that it plays out. I, I you know, look, I, I think these guys are great for golf. I, um, you know, I, I like to see this play out a little bit. It gives it personality. It gives it, you know, another underlining theme. And, you know, Bryson is polarizing. I mean, he's, what he's doing with the golf ball off the tee, you know, and, and, you know, yet he's kind of wild and he's out there and he's asking for these rulings and he's got a chip on his shoulder. I mean, I, I, he comes across arrogant to me, which rubs people the wrong way. Um, you know, he's this, he kind of plays the persona of the smartest guy in the world, in the, in the room, Uh, you know, but yet I, I think, you know, when you peel it all back and you're hanging with him, I think he is, he means, well, he's a good guy. It's just, I think there's a lot going on right now. Things are moving quickly. He's 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 climbing the the ranks and learning how to deal with all this. And um, what is he? Twenty six years old. Um, so I, I think it's pretty fascinating stuff. I think I think the Brooks, I think the Brooks situation is really interesting to me in in his mm-hmm. knee. It's, I think it there's still some discomfort there. I think it's really interesting that he comes out and shoots 62 his career low round. I didn't see that coming. Um, I think it's interesting that he asked for some other advice on his putting. I think there's a lot going on there. And, and I think the wheels are spinning in both camps. I don't think there's, there's some feud there between the two. Um, I hope they're matched up soon. I mean, I think it's, I think it's great. I think they need to be matched up and, let them go. Let them play. They should be matched up every week for the rest of the year and put on PGA Tour Live with a rules official dedicated to that group and following them around for four straight rounds. And um, I got to tell you, I'm a little – I'm surprised by Brooks, 62, but I'm a little surprised mm-hmm. by Fowler too. I, I it, This is a good sign for him. I mean, Ricky Fowler getting in the winner's circle this week would be incredibly oh, I agree positive. As well. Yeah, I it's definitely time. Um, and I, I, it was. I don't know if you thought it was unexpected. I was not expecting to see him near the top of the leaderboard when I logged on yesterday. Um, so, but it was, it was good. Oh, it's a pleasant surprise. Very pleasant surprise. I, I wasn't expecting Ben on to fill it up with his putter. I mean, which he does from time to time, and here he is again. Um, you know, Ben on's a great ball striker. He can't putt. And, but here he is, he's making putts this week and he shows up and, um, the Ricky Fowler, big swing changes. Here he is. Brooks is going the wrong way. Here he is, you know? And then, oh yeah, by the way, here's that Brendan Todd dude again to, you know, one yeah. twice, by the way. This um, year. I think it's interesting though, that, that so, said, you know, we're kind of meh about the leaderboard and there's still almost every single one of the 70 top players are in the field. And that just shows, you know, how yep. people like Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, people like that are just not not up there this week. And you could look at it. Maybe they're saving it for next week. Could be. Um, but we'll see. What else are, what else are people? Oh, about? let's see. Yeah, Let me click into my into my file. It's a lot. You don't have to look very long on Twitter, right? I mean, there's a lot of there's oh, yeah. a lot of bad um, We have there. somebody else was mad about the the shoes. Um the removing of the video was a was a very popular one. Um, yeah. People not being able to play golf this weekend. Very, very, you know, civilian things. Of course, it's crowded. 
which is a good thing in my opinion. You can be mad about it. Still a good thing. Um, yeah. Let's see. I saw one that said to read your putt before it's your turn. People not reading their putt before it's their turn. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a no no. You gotta you gotta be doing a lot of prep exactly. work while it's not. Um, your turn. That was kind of it. Everybody's kind of mad about the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the transparency is mm-hmm. a real frustration that golf fights, and and I think like you know there there's things that may not shine a positive light always, right, in golf, and I think when it's it's brought down, it it um, I don't know. I I, I I share that frustration as well a little bit. Um, it is what it is. Right. And I know we're, we got to protect the brand and the image and those things, but I, I think it's sometimes in golf le- leaning into that a little bit, isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, and I think in this particular example, I would probably mm-hmm. have leaned in a little bit more. Um, but I do understand protecting the player and the brand. Like I get it. Um, but I do think sometimes this kind of behavior that we've seen, it, it, it is what it is, right? I mean, this is the player that has a personality that is polarizing. Um, and that, frankly, for me, I, I, I tend to, I'm embracing, you know, as a fan. Like, I'm, I'm embracing it as a fan, even though I may not agree with all of it. I find myself, you know, entertained. Definitely, to some I think. By it. Um, you look at it, I, I have a hard time finding a problem with it because, Pretty much everything for the past maybe 8, 10, 12 months that Bryson has said he was going to do, he did it. And I have a hard time finding something to complain about with that. That's what I want to see. You know what I mean? Somebody talks crap and they back it up. That's the best kind of sports. It is. You you, you need that, right? And, you know, Bryson is not exactly playing great golf. I mean, he's even T43 right now, plus three. Um, plus three today is, is, uh, you look at his distance here off the T three twenty four mm-hmm. um, off of the T he is right now strokes in approach. He's 56, which is not a good number. He's losing strokes and around the green, he's losing strokes. And that's, you know, that, that seems to be, I think what's holding him yeah, are you still there? God, he's been playing good golf. I mean, don't get me wrong. He has a win. Um, one area that kind of continues to be the the downfall, right, for him. Um, he's near last right now in stroke scan around the green, but yet he strokes in putting. He's 13th. So not 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 a great week to this point. He's going to need some help to get back into it. I, I hate when the leaderboards up top get spread out. You get that 11, 9, 7, 5 going. I mean, that's – I like it when it's a little more bunched up. Now, Todd, you know, is going to control things. There's a long ways to go. But if Brennan Todd goes out tomorrow and shoots another four or five under, you know, now – there's a, he separates most all of the field with the exception of a handful of guys that can really get into a reasonable contention spot. Right. So he controls the narrative here and I hate it when it gets spread out up top, but we'll see what happens. He goes out to two or three over tomorrow. 
you know, now all of a sudden we've got ourselves a big tournament. And if Ben on goes out and makes putts again, <laughs> I'm right there with you, I have but no I do think what the hell's uh, going on. My pick is going to be Ricky. <laughs> um, I think he's going to play average tomorrow and then win on Sunday, which is something we haven't seen in, I don't know how long. Um, but yeah, that's, he's my pick. How about you? Um, I think that would be, that's the pick that I would like to see. I do think that I don't think Todd's going to run away with this thing. Um, I do think he'll, you know, I, I do think it'll bunch up a little, you know, there it's, this is, this is an interesting one because, you know, I'm not fully confident in Kepka and what's happening there. Um, he, you know, he was one over today. Um, you know, I go all Matthew Fitzpatrick. He was someone, Matthew, Matthew Fitzpatrick is someone that in the right way. Um, I was really bullish on him on the show, the DraftKings show. And I put him in my other lineup. I, I, I think that's a name you could see at nine under tomorrow. Um, and I also think Webb Simpson is another name you're probably going to see in that nine under range tomorrow. But if I'm going to pick a winner, I'm going to take into the weekend. Fitzpatrick. If I had to Someone pick we literally have not mentioned that at all in the last 30 minutes. I'll take Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I would take I would take Matthew Fitzpatrick based off what I've been seeing in play mm-hmm. over the last six weeks. He's going to need some help, clearly. Brendan Todd's the obvious, right? I mean, he's he's 11. He's in control. But I don't trust Fowler on the weekend. I, it, we'll see. Yeah, I'm coming from behind. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the Fitzpatrick name in there to win All right. the WGC I like it. I like it. FedEx champion. <laughs> or Invitational, sorry. FedEx Invitational. One more time. All right, so any any big plans for the weekend? You'll be working at Golf Channel? I'll be working. Um, Actually, any big plans, plans for the tonight. weekend? You'll Things be are starting working, to open back up here. The, the Golf Channel this weekend. Um, I will say okay. I have, we want to finish with a fun fact about the event. Good. Um, TBC South winds, which is where the PGA tour is Memphis this week. Yes. Yes. Um, used to be a dairy farm before it was a golf course. So now there are two grain silos and a windmill still stand at the course today, but yes, now it is a golf course really? and it used to be a dairy farm. So just trying to spread the word of knowledge. Um, about that i did not so know there's that. your fun fact if anybody asks you know fun memphis fact there you go um yeah it and looks not like so it was fun pretty fact, hot. it is the hottest golf course in the united states of america yeah it's it's a very hot golf course great layout fun course they played at two par fives um really a nice test of golf i love the twin cities to south win i i these are two good um, TPCs, and then of course they go to Harding Park next week, which we'll be back on Friday for another happy hour edition. Four thirty here on the East Coast. We hope you had a good week. This was fun. We'll keep doing it. Bent every out Friday. of shape. Fun facts, but be sure to hashtag. What is it again for the? What are you mad about? Hashtag bent out of shape. Tweet it out so we can see it. And let's grow this segment because it's great. It lets people kind of wind down, and, have a little glass of wine with the Happy Hour podcast. And listen to what makes people mad. 
It's a great ending to the week, in my opinion. The final 22 teams have made their way down to Orlando, Florida, and are ready to get back on the court. While the ending to this year's basketball season will be different than years past, there will be no shortage of excitement, and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings will have not one, but two $1 million top prizes for the first two days of the resumed season. So get in on all of the action now. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is easy to play. Just pick eight players, stand at the salary cap, and pile up points for three-pointers, rebounds, assists, and more. There's no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for a, a shot at $1 million. But if basketball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this week's tournament with millions of dollars up for grabs this week. There is no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code Travis to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code Travis to get a free shot at millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.